This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. I, I think what's also cool, Eric, about, about your story, and also this, this pertains back to your experience in the tile business, is there was a certain level of tastemaking required to sort of spin up art blocks. And I can't help but wonder, like, the level of tastemaking that's required to sort of operate a niche-style business, a tile business, where you import tiles from Italy and Spain, and the quality that you look for when importing tiles, specific tiles, and how that sort of translates to the early days of art blocks of finding the first few artists to sort of mint on the site and to encapsulate the vision of what you saw in mind wow. for art, block, I mean, art blocks. I'm trying to, I'm trying to I find was, the connection. I, I thought we wouldn't even find artists at the beginning. So, I mean, at the beginning, it was really like if you were willing to like rep- respond to a tweet, you were on art blocks. So, to be fair, initial curation was pretty pretty low um, in, in terms of like me making selections. And I was just very lucky to get to work with really awesome artists up front. Like it could have been right. detrimental, but what's really cool is that, you know, obviously like generating a bunch of money for artists, like peaked interest by a lot of other people. And some people may not have been artists or they were coders that became creative, which is great. Or they're people from scratch. They're like inspired to create with code, but that wave of projects that were submitted didn't come until later. So the people that were like saw the success of the first few weeks of art blocks, or even the first week of art blocks, were already creative coders. They were already people that knew how to do this and ready and were ready to go pretty quickly after that. And so there wasn't a need for a curation because the people that were interested in participating were already in the space. I am cursed with like the fact that I actually can sense the difference between like how a uh, turn blinker works on a car that was made in Europe versus a car that was made in the United States. You know, like the for me, <laughs> quality and like sense and touch and feel is very applicable in the ceramic tile world, but it's also very applicable in this space, not the actual physical mm. touch, but like the overall immersion of the experience. And, you know, what we, we have a, we have a, a team member that, you know, we, we talk about like what we don't really care that much about titles. And it's like, you know, is there such thing as a chief product officer at Artblocks? And it's like, well, it's actually more like a chief experience officer because in this space, product is a sub category of experience. It's part of the experience. And part of the experience is also the community. There is no product without the community and there's no community without the product. And that's not always the case in a lot of places. I'm a huge nerd for like 1990s BMWs, right? Like $2,000, $3,000 like BMW E30s. Um, I don't wear a hat with a BMW logo on it. And I don't join, <laughs> like I have been a member of like some autocross stuff, but like I don't convive within like the BMW right. community, even though I'm a huge member of that. So I think there's a world where product in and of itself lived and succeeded because it was a damn good product. In this case, that is not, that does not work in Web3. That is actually part of the ethos of Web3. And so exploring what that means, what quality, what palpable quality is, not in a physical blinker on a car, but like in something you can't touch, it's just pixels on the screen. It's it's really special. And you know, our team is doing a really good job of figuring that out. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. 
Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.